Welcome to This Creative Life Radio. I'm Felicity O'Connor. Creative women all over the world are unblocking and recovering their creative journey while they rewrite the rules for creative success. Join me as I explore the lives of people engaged in successful creative work and unlock helpful tips that leave you inspired and ready to create. Hello and welcome to another episode of This Creative Life. It's me again today just chatting away on my own to you and I wanted to take the time this week to actually pause and take a look at uh, one of my favourite, all-time favourite books for artists called The Artist's Way by an author, author by the name of Julia Cameron. You may well be familiar with this book. You possibly, if you've been following me for a little while, know that I talk a lot about this book um, because I have found it in all my years of working in art therapy and in psychology. It's got to be one of the most powerful processes that I have personally engaged in Um, and I highly recommend it to artists of all natures. So when I'm talking about artists, I'm not just talking to fine artists, I'm talking to you, photographers, filmmakers, poets, writers, whoever you are out there. It's quite an extraordinary journey that Julia Cameron has written about and thank God she did. The book was written I think just over 20 years ago. So it's been around a lot and what I notice is for many artists it's one of those books that um, they bought some time ago and it's still on their shelf and it still hasn't been read or it hasn't been finished or you know it's one of those ones that yes I keep hearing about it and I must get back to it. If you keep hearing about it Julia Cameron herself would probably say that's an experience of synchronicity, um, which needs to be listened to, and it may well be the right time for you. So look, I just want to remind you today about the um, fantastic process that she has written about for us as creatives, and particularly for any of us that have felt we've had some creative blocks in our life. You may be in that situation at the moment where, you know, there's just a struggle um, perhaps with perfectionism, procrastination, jealousy, um, self-sabotage, you know, any of those kind of areas where we just know that we are somehow tripping ourselves up in producing our creative work and we don't feel good about it, we don't feel good about ourselves and we start living, I suppose, a bit of a self-fulfilled prophecy if you know what I mean, because um, then we can hide behind the starving artist syndrome and say, oh, well, you know, artists can't really make a living. It's pretty obvious. I've tried everything. It doesn't work for me or the old I'm not good enough story. Um, All of that stuff we can hide behind then because we're not actually doing our work and we're not working hard to to improve our work and perhaps we're not sharing our work. Um, with others so nobody sees what we do because again we don't want to get criticized so they are all what we would call creative blocks and while we can say on one hand we want success as an artist whatever that is to you whether that just means doing more work doing more um, you know doing better work or whether we actually want an income from our work we can say we want that But then we can hide behind all these negative behaviours and that's what we would call a blocked artist. And of course that block, you know, my experience causes a lot of pain, a lot of emotional pain. Um, You know, it it causes a struggle, it causes fatigue, it can even cause illness in in your body um, and a general lack of happiness because you're not living the flow 
of that creativity through your life. And it's going to be pretty hard to, to feel on top of things when you've got that conflict internally going on. I want this, but then I actually do this behavior, which counteracts what I'm saying I want. So there's a constant tension. And you know, for many, particularly for the female artists that I work with um, in coaching programs and so on, uh, you know, that they are becoming increasingly unhappy with that situation. And if they are becoming unhappy and finally kind of recognising that situation, that's a great moment because that might be when they take action to invest in themselves and get some help and identify that perhaps they've been like this for a long, long time. You know, perhaps there were messages um, in early family life in their childhood that told them that, well, you know, as women they were second-class citizens or they needed to just, you know, get a get a job, go and study and, and get some work that actually paid an income and not be an artist at all. So then there's the whole, you know, thing that goes on with art teachers that I've heard so many times where people, you know, as children were engaging beautifully as young free artists and then slam, you know, down comes the old negative art teacher comment uh, that they're not up to standard or their art isn't good enough or they're never going to make it as an artist. Um, And as we know, that creates what we call the art scar, the art scar. And when you have some scars, whether that's from family or, or art teachers or criticism that was unfairly delivered to you if you have that experience and it's created a scar an art scar what's a scar do a scar is a block you know scar tissue creates a block doesn't it and so you know that's that's where we can become blocked as artists and not feel confident to keep creating to you know keep engaging in what's important to us and then we're not really living an authentic life. And, yeah, that's got all sorts of downsides, as I said, mentally and physically, um, for many artists not to be living that authentic self. These topics, um, I mean, they're my kind of take on these topics, but this is the sort of nature of what Julia Cameron is working on in, in her 12-week process through the Artist's Way book. And it's beautifully broken up into 12 weeks. Every chapter is... Uh, tackling these tricky subjects and at the end of every chapter there's a wonderful list of tasks um, actual practical things that that she recommends that we go and do and many of them are not specifically art or creative uh, creatively angled you know they're not specific creative tasks as such some of them are but many of them are tackling our mindset and psychology behind the blocks that we might be experiencing and I guess as a psychologist you know I was really drawn to that practical side of dealing with the blocks it's all good to read and talk about it but then what do we actually do about it and so I love the way that every chapter of the book actually breaks down these tasks and gives us some practical things to do personally the the first perhaps first or or, or second or maybe even third time I went through this process and it certainly is a book that you will do probably numerous times once you get hold of the whole idea and see how it works. Um, there were tasks that I thought, oh, you know, I'm not so sure that's going to be useful to me. I did them anyway. And a number of times when I chose the tasks at the end of the chapters that didn't resonate with me or that felt too hard, they were the ones that actually I got the biggest breakthroughs with. So that was a real eye-opener to me that I could actually block 
the process of engaging in the very process I was supposed to be dealing with um, myself. And it was it was fantastic to actually get through that and then try these tasks that I might have put off or, or resisted or just avoided um, and get the benefits from them. So I'm a huge believer in, in the way that all of this um, is structured in the artist's way and, as I said, strongly encourage you to have a look at it. One of the, one of the particular things I'm just going to focus in on today because – I see a lot of this in many of the artists that I come across uh, and it is the area of perfectionism and it's certainly an area that I have suffered greatly from myself. So from personal experience as an artist, um, I totally get what happens with perfectionism. Again, I mean, I've read about this, I've studied this I've taught other people skills about how to manage perfectionism but it just wasn't until I read Julia Cameron's section in the book on perfectionism that I actually got it I actually got what was going on for me and then of course I could fully understand what was going on for other creative people and I mean just just to quote her uh, briefly from the book um, because this is just the best little passage she says perfectionism has nothing to do with getting it right. It has nothing to do with fixing things. It has nothing to do with standards. Perfectionism is a refusal to let yourself move ahead. It's a loop, an obsessive, debilitating, closed system that causes you to get stuck in the details of what you are writing or painting or making and to lose sight of the whole. Isn't that just fantastic? I just think she's got it there. You know, the, the refusal to let yourself move ahead was exactly what I had seen and felt in myself. And one of the other things that she recommends in the book uh, as an ongoing process to deal with these blocks like perfectionism is morning pages, which is your morning journaling, to write, to get up first thing and stream of consciousness, in other words, unfiltered, write down whatever comes out in, or ever comes in, comes into your head and out through the pen, write it down. And I think anyone that's been through this process um, that understands it, it has almost always found morning pages to be just a huge piece of what works in the program and what works for them creatively. And coming back again to what I've seen with people with perfectionism, when you say to them, okay, let's take this to your morning pages and just write about it and really, you know, let's dig deep in, into why this perfectionism is there. What is it serving in you? You know, what, what positive outcomes are you getting? Because it must be giving you something. In most cases, I think it's about keeping you safe, you know, because if you're being a perfectionist and you're not finishing things, um, or you, you are not satisfied and therefore not sharing what you're creating and making, um, then you keep yourself safe, don't you? Because you, nobody sees it, nobody hears it, then you're not going to get criticised, right? So it's a perfect way to hide behind um, yourself and to protect yourself from things like criticism. And so perfectionism might exist for a very good reason. Maybe there's a very, very good reason why you need to protect yourself. Maybe that goes back to some old stories in your life about being criticised and hurt and the pain that was connected to that. So it's okay, however, 
when you want to become unblocked as an artist, which I certainly did and which, which pretty much all the artists I work with wanted to, you know, heal, then one has to get your head around why that perfectionism exists and what you need to do to knock it out of the park because until you knock that out of the park, you will certainly keep blocking yourself using things like perfectionism. Now, I've just picked out perfectionism because, well, there, you know, there were just so many possible topics I could have picked out of um, my experience as, as a creativity coach in the book and so on, but it's the one I chose today. I'll probably talk about some more down the track um, as, as I think about it, but it's certainly one that I see so commonly and um, I just wanted to highlight that one for you today to think about and to notice and if that resonates with you then it probably is time if you're listening to this perhaps it's time um, and you know intuitively that it is time to actually clear this up so you can move forward Um, and of course moving forward it is about moving your creativity forward but it's probably going to be showing up in all sorts of areas of your life right that block Whatever your particular block is, is probably going to be showing up in your relationships. It's probably going to be showing up in your finances, maybe even in your health. It's going to be showing up in lots of places. So we start with dealing with you as a creative person. But inevitably, when we start working and clearing, it's going to be having some beautiful kind of repercussions in other areas of your life when you really start shifting this stuff. So that's why I'm super passionate about doing this work. It's transformational for people. And um, I can't wait to get into the next program. So I run an online version of this book, thanks to Julia Cameron. Um, And thanks to technology these days that we can do things like that together, no matter wherever we are in the world. And what I do is I run a live call once a week over the 12 weeks of the program. We're a small group of women get online together and we work through each chapter and I support people's change through that process. So it's been just enormously successful, I'm very proud to say, and I'm very proud of the the changes and the transformations and the unblocking that's um, occurred for pretty much all the women I've I've been nurturing along in this journey. And of course, it's never a one-way street. You know, I learn so much myself uh, about myself and my own creative processes that it's just enormously fulfilling and just love it. I just love it. So that's what I do. Uh, if So, yes, if you're interested in, in joining us, uh, the next program starts on the 6th of April. So uh, you can chase up my team. You can find the details of the Artist's Way program I run on my website so felicityoconnor.com and if you go to the work with me page you will find all the details about that you can just email my team team at felicityoconnor.com and that's o'connor o-c-o-n-o-r and the the beautiful team members will be delighted to um, give you any of the details you need to know and we would be thrilled to have you the program is half full already so there's probably only going to be about three spots available Um, and our early bird runs out very soon. However, if you mention that you heard about this on the podcast, I will probably just waive the full fee and say, come on, jump in, let's do the early bird rate for you. So there you go. There's the bonus for today for hanging in and listening to the entire podcast today. (laughs) Thank you, uh, as always, for being fabulous listeners, and I really, really appreciate all the beautiful, kind, supportive 
and thankful comments that I get um, through social media and um, email and all those channels. Uh, and I just really, really appreciate it. It thrills me to feel that there is change and happening for people and that the work that we're doing is making a difference to you as a creative person. So thank you. Thanks for being along for the podcast again today. I will look forward to joining you in the next episode. And stay creative. Enjoy the time you have to create. And I might just see you sometime along the program, The Artist's Way. That would be fantastic. All the best for now. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're feeling really ready to jump into your creative life. If you'd like more information about my inspiring 12-week online program to seriously unblock your creative life, pop on over to my website, felicityoconnor.com, and go to the Work With Me page. If you're after a super friendly, helpful community of creative people to hang out with, you must check out my amazing Facebook group called From The Easel and join hundreds of artists and creative people that have discovered that they don't have to take this journey alone.